get in your position. You're gonna talk in. Is it? I'm, I'm gonna be right here. Is it? Yep. That's that's how you're gonna be sitting mm-hmm. the whole time for an hour. Mm-hmm. For an hour, <laughs> like this. Yes. <laughs> you should. You gonna be like this for an hour. I'm going to be like this for an hour. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back, everyone, to Will's Truth, where I try to speak my truth as authentically as possible. So um, today... If you haven't noticed, you know, we, the quality is up. Y'all hear my voice? The quality is that we got new equipment. We got thingies and buttons and stuff. And what comes with that new equipment, for the first time in Will's Truth History, we got a guest. Ladies and gentlemen, my brother, Ethan Green. Yo, what's good, y'all? I'm the brother. Uh, I'm Ethan. That's about it. <laughs> so, okay, yeah. Cause Sample. If, odds are, if you're watching this, you probably know who Ethan is. All, right. All ten of you, and I love you, so thank you. But um, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> since we got a guest, we're going to change it up. We're going to pause from my last series that I started in um, February. We're going to get going on a... Uh, we have a couple subjects that we're going to discuss today, but first... Um, if you don't know, what you probably do, Ethan is very adamant in the entrepreneurship community. So I just want to, uh, we're going to talk business today, talking black business, entrepreneurship. That's going to be the conversation for today. So, um, yeah, I just want to hit it off starting. I ain't had no starting question. What's a good entrepreneurship starting question? Um, so what what are your what are your business goals? What are, you, what are you trying to accomplish out here in the entrepreneur world? All right, my business goals is right now me and my uh me and my homeboy Caleb we're starting this uh digital marketing agency in January. We'll we'll be basically be running uh Facebook ads, Instagram ads, all social media ads, and running social media pages for different companies. We're starting it in January. Look out for it. Um, we're using that to invest in some real estate in Atlanta. Um, trying to build generational wealth for me, my community, and my family. Really trying to put people on to teach them exactly how uh. Exactly how to do the game, how to play this game, man. Because we're, we're not really taught that in the black community, even at these black HBCUs. You know what I'm saying? They're not really teaching entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship is always a smaller school and an HBCU, and it's like a it's like a side note. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh yeah, well there's entrepreneurship too, but you know we really we really want to have people who's doing MBAs and you know going to work for a Wells Fargo and all that. You know I don't have nothing against that, but it's like we gotta start building up these communities. Y'all see what's going on with Black Lives Matter. Y'all see what's going on George Floyd, RIP. You know what I'm saying? You've seen everything that's going on. So, right, for the the best thing for us right now is to build up our communities, man. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to have a – eventually when I get 40, 50, I'm going to look back and have an entire community of straight positivity, of straight influence, of little kids running around. They got to worry about getting their head blown off. You know what I'm saying? Just straight love, man. Wow, that was that was a weird monologue. <laughs> I asked you about business. <laughs> he ain't gonna change. Hey, what is wrong? I didn't. I didn't. To. I'm sorry. <laughs> I am sorry. What was that? George, <laughs> 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 but, but that, but that, that was all in it though. That I mean, that was yeah. I mean, it was nice, but it was just the whole. I didn't expect all that. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. I was. I was gonna. I was gonna ease the people into sorry, it, but I'm I guess. We, I guess we. Already. I guess we in it. Sorry. So okay, let's 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 break down. All of that. So let's start. Let's start. Let's start at the tip top, and try to stay focused on business here. What? What? Okay. Let's oh, for those for those business of you. Just business though. I mean, business is. I mean, business is everything. everything. Business. But I, I get what you're saying. Business. We can, is, yeah. We can, we can break it down okay, for yeah. them. Uh, the because my goal was more like a, a, educational view on the on the beginnings of starting a business for people who are trying to like get started or whatever mm. so i was gonna i was gonna st- i was uh so i want to start with what is digital marketing for those right people who like don't know anything about it right all right so basically digital marketing is i mean just like you have marketing you have advertising you can think of it like imagine uh imagine uh uh advertising you'll see in a local day like you know magazines and tv shows and billboards you know all that old school stuff i don't really do no more but yeah so that's that's a form of marketing but what happened is Throughout the social media age, come most companies now their market budget. Most uh, companies have a budget directly for marketing, and that budget is now pushed. 
95% more towards social media. So having ads on your Instagram, if you've noticed, I mean, if you can just look at your Instagram and look at your Facebook and uh, social media and see exactly how much it's changed. <laughs> you know, <laughs> is, is this a tangent? That is, is he always rambling? This is not a. This not rambling. <laughs> I don't know. What, I don't I'm know explaining what, what digital marketing uh, is. Yeah, sorry. Did you just want one sentence? No, yeah, I mean, I don't know what I wanted. I don't know what I expected. I mean, I can give like two sentence answer. But no, 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 no. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Start. I forgot. What start over? <laughs> what is, All right. So, this man, Will, what do you want, bro? I don't know what I want. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was. I honestly, I, I wasn't paying attention. I was just. <laughs> so what? Okay. <laughs> Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. What is? What is digital marketing, Ethan? Okay. So digital marketing is basically Summarize marketing, but for social media. All right. I don't know what I expected. Um, well, 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 go, go back to what you were saying before. What were you saying? I'm, I'm sorry. I honestly wasn't just paying attention. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. So basically, digital, long story short, uh, digital marketing is basically marketing in, in a new age way of just in social media. So your social media ads, like Facebook ads, Instagram ads, the stuff you see that pops up where you're like, oh, you know, I want to buy that based off the different stuff that you lick, clicked and liked and stuff that you bought previously. So that's what digital marketing is. All right. Um, so where do you, where do you learn your your knowledge about uh, digital marketing from? I mean, really, just online. You know, one from you know having an Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook for years and years and years, and just you know trying to monetize that guy. That's the that's the game today. You know, like there's no more like billboards and flyers. Well, I mean that's still an aspect of it, but a lot of uh, you know marketing nowadays is from the social media space. That's that's taking up a huge portion of what marketing used. Like the concept of commercials really isn't even as deep as it used to be. You know, it used to be back in the day, you know, like Super Bowl commercials and stuff. Like, they're not even as, like, big as they used to be. Like, now it's all about the algorithms and trying to, you know, finagle your way into the system to, like, get to people who, like, directly want your stuff. You know, like, like how you'd be, like, saying, like, PlayStation all day and then, like, on Instagram, it'd be like, oh, you, uh, PlayStation's for sale. And you'd be like, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. How you get that information? But yeah, uh, but yeah, um, one of one of our favorite um, digital marketing masters is the likes of um, Gary V. Why don't you tell the people a little bit about? Um, well, I'll talk about. Uh, uh, well, you you talk a little bit. Talk a little bit about Gary V. Real Gary V. The, the guru. Gary but yeah, v. Gary V. He's just this. Um, he's just this guy who started this advertising company doing digital marketing like I'm doing. He started from nothing, basically selling wine, selling his. He um, took his dad's wine store from like $3 million to $60 million. Uh, he started one of the first YouTube um, channels ever about wine back in like, you know, old people ages. Um, and now, yeah, he owns this, I think it's like a $100 million, $300 million uh, advertising agency. He was to work with everyone, Toyota, um, Coca-Cola, uh, Fortune 25, Fortune 500, all that. I love how like uh, celebrities will just show up and they'll just say, "How should I be marketing myself?" He's like, "Look, this is what you need to be doing." Yeah, and they're like you're right. Like you, like you can tell when somebody's like, "Oh, he just, he just, he's just lying to me." But like they be like, "Oh, that's actually a really good idea. I'm gonna go, t I'm gonna go do that now." A, a big thing about marketing is just following trends and understanding trends in the business world. And Gary, one thing I love about Gary Vee, there's some things I don't agree with, but one thing I love is that he can follow a trend more than anyone else. Like he can look at things and see okay, like he was he was a person who knew Facebook was going to buy um Mark was going Mark Zuckerberg was going to buy Instagram. You know, there's just so many times he said, you know, I, I see this happening. I see Joe Rogan uh it's Joe Rogan, right? That's dude's name. Yeah. Yeah, he was like, you know, uh the Joe Rogan podcast, he was one of the first people to say um yeah, so Joe Rogan, what I see happening is Spotify and one of the big networks buy him, and the only way to listen to him is through Spotify. Like a couple weeks later, he came out and was like, "All right, guys, guess what? I'm moving to Spotify. You want to see me come to Spotify? Blah blah blah." You know what I'm saying? It's just it's just really following trends and understanding how this business and how this social media and digital marketing um, atmosphere space works. So, what are you currently working on in the? I know you're in school, so you know you probably can't put 110 percent into it right now. But what are you, what are you doing right now in in the in the digital marketing space? Are you working with anybody? Are you experimenting? You know, getting a feel of the land. What you what you doing now? 
right now I am making my connections and making my own trends that I'm trying to follow. I'm looking at uh, small businesses that I plan to work with in the future, which were launched in January. I'm looking at uh, small um, clothing businesses, um, black owned clothing businesses that need some digital marketing. That's another thing with a part of digital marketing is looking at people who aren't getting as many clients as they could if they were properly using um digital marketing and Facebook ads and so I'm looking at finding some companies and finding some uh, businesses like that right now so that's that's what I'm doing my free time I'm also in um, school full time so it's it's a big load it's a full load so it's a load but it's a load you can carry into the sunset but um, what 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 advice do you, would you have for somebody I mean you know you're just like opening the door into this mm-hmm. world what would you say to somebody who's like thinking about it and like and d- doesn't really know how to jump into it just yet. Um, I would say, man, YouTube, man. I think people, I think people think it's funny when you say, you know, I learned this off of YouTube. But if you think about like our parents or even our grandparents, like that wasn't an option. If you want to learn a trade, either someone more experienced had to teach you, or you had to, you know, go in a library and look at the four books on mechanical engineering. You know, what I'm saying through YouTube, you can learn everything. YouTube, they have plenty of people with podcasts and. Uh, you really experience YouTube channels. You got uh, I'm in Godzi. You got um, yeah, you got a serial entrepreneur. You got a lot of people who are um in this game for a while who can uh who literally tell you. One thing I like about I'm in Godzi is he literally broke down his agency from when he first started all the way up until now, and now he's I think he's up to like a couple million dollars a year in revenue and well in profit. I would say, um. Yeah, so just YouTube researching and taking some classes, but watch out for them classes though, because some people be trying to scam you and just get your money. But the same stuff you can get off YouTube for real. But just talking to people who are in this space, connections. Yeah, that's that's basically it. What happened to that guy with the with a thousand dollar course? You yeah, I, t- I took the course. You did? How'd it mm-hmm. go? And was solid, man. He that's this uh, that's actually I'm in Gazi's course, but he really um. That course has a lot of stuff in it that uh, you really couldn't find online or people wouldn't go uh, too deep into, but he really explains everything about digital marketing and how to get into it and exactly what it is. And so, yeah. How do you how do you spell that? I-M-A-N-G-H-A-Z-D-I. Cool. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> as, uh, thank you, Ethan. Uh, thank you for, for being on our show. Goodbye. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> but, <laughs> But uh, just speak on my experience a little bit, you know. I yes, I can I consult with what's what's your company's name again? Uh, Green and Almond. Green and Almond. I consult with Green and Almond very often, you know, on this on my business ventures. You know, I got as you already can tell, I have a podcast. If you want to listen to it, it's called Will's Truth. No, I'm just playing. But <laughs> right, yeah. But uh, I am I'm going to start like a, a tea company, so I'm looking into like properly. Uh, marketing, you know, because um, that's really the big difference is out here, everybody's pretty much selling the same product, so the only thing that's going to differentiate you from everybody else is the is your marketing. That's coming soon, by the way, so stay tuned. And, you know, with this podcast, you know, just trying to trying to you, uh, talk about subjects, you know, that I guess are relevant and also not everybody's trying to talk about and, you know, updating the, the format, the technology and stuff, you know, investing in it. I feel like that's another thing is people are too afraid to invest in the thing that they, they're doing, whether podcasts or, you know, doing YouTube, you know, social media, you know, you got to, and not just money, but also investing in time is, that is, and also just simply, Gary Vee talks about that a lot, is sometimes you just got to just jump in. Like, that's what I do with this podcast. I started, if you look, the first episode, I just was sitting in my dorm room on my phone, like like I was making a phone call, but I was a good, I watched a Gary Vee video. He said, use use Anchor, and, you know, and there's no there's no tomorrow. You know, you just got to just, just start, and you'll figure it out from there. And now, you know, I, when I first started, I was thinking, like, you know, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? But, you know, once I really just, when I just jumped into it, I, I, I found the pieces a little bit at a time. And, you know, after slowly researching, you know, I wouldn't believe how much I, I still don't even understand everything I need to be doing for this podcast. But I know so much more now than I would have ever imagined I'd know when, before I started this. So, yeah, you definitely just hop into the plunge. Yeah. Uh, something a lot of people don't know is that when you start a podcast or you start a YouTube channel, there's niche 
there's niches for everything, you know what I'm saying? Basket weaving, learning Japanese, playing guitar, you know what I'm saying? Hundreds, millions of people, you know what I'm saying? You look up some videos of, you know, fixing Xboxes on YouTube, and some of those videos will have millions of views. So the, the lack of viewers isn't there, you know what I'm saying? So you shouldn't worry about that and just put your content out there. And also, even if you only have a cell phone, you got to... You got to put content out there. Even if it's booty, you can always delete it later, but continue to put content out there because that's going to keep you in the system so that you can, so people who are more likely to like what you're doing are able to find you. So never, I mean, obviously put out the highest quality you possibly can, but just like try to stay on a consistent schedule like I do. Like, uh, don't check the date of the last podcast I recorded. But <laughs> right, like, like I do. <laughs> what, what was that, Thirty-two March? months it, ago, we're in a pandemic. <laughs> don't don't give me a hard time. We're in a pandemic. Um, but yeah, just you know, take the plunge. Don't be don't don't be afraid. And you know, whether it's starting a business, selling a product, you know, I don't, I don't know. Jump is what I say. Jump without the parachute. Jump without the parachute. It'll man. it'll magically appear like in video games. All right, because that's how it is in GTA. It'll say you have a parachute, and then it's like, and it doesn't show up till you're already off the off the <laughs> tower, and then it just, and you're like, oh, and then and you yank it. But yeah, um, what's some other business things we can discuss? Um, how about the rise of black business during the the pandemic? So, yeah, because uh, small business, what was I going to say about this? I don't even know. But, like, you, you know, they had, like, that, that uh, the government was giving that check for if you had a small business. And, like, the whole, uh, you know, the shootings that have been going on, you know, it's really, like, pushed people to start supporting black business more in small business. Because that's one of my favorite phrases I've heard was, like, small black business is supporting small business. And I really mess with that. And even even uh, personally, like, uh, Ethan knows um, I'm wearing one of my shirts. I've been supporting a lot of, like, uh, <clears throat> individual, like, um, clothing people instead of like you know going to the Nike store and outlets and getting the just do it shirt for the tenth time in a row you know I'm getting actual interesting shirts somebody put an effort into you know instead of like buying these big brands all the time so I advise shop small yeah man shop small shop at your uh, black businesses your small businesses man that's that's where we are right now but uh yeah like what was saying during this pandemic you know a lot of people been getting a thousand dollars some people been getting twelve hundred you know whatever. But uh, people have been using this uh, more to put in the black businesses because, you know, with the whole George Floyd crazy, crazy thing that happened. Now people are starting to, you know, realize like we we economically don't have anything in 2050. Black people are expected to have a negative uh, net worth negative right now. Our net worth uh, globally is like nine thousand dollars. White Hispanics, it's seventeen thousand dollars and Caucasians, white people. It is over one hundred thousand dollars. It's like 130, 140, something like that. In 2050, when I'm 50 years old, ours is planned to be negative. Can't let that happen, folks. You know what I'm saying? We got to start putting our money back. Also, with white businesses, real quick, I don't want to have a tangent, but white businesses, when they spend their dollar, their dollar bounces around in their community up to 30, 40 times. Hispanics, up to like 17 times. Black people, it doesn't bounce around not once. As soon as we get a dollar, we go and buy something that has nothing to do with our community, nothing that's, you know, nothing that... Somebody right next to us is working hard to produce. We're not buying it. We're going to buy, like Will said, we're going to buy the Just Do It shirt. The same shirt, $40 every year. You know you know what I'm saying? That That's what we're going to spend our money on. And I get, you know, we're used to doing a lot of things like buying Jordans and all that. You know what I'm saying? I resell Jordans on the side. So I can understand, you know, the, the, um, the, uh, the motive to want to get, you know, some high price stuff. But we got to start putting back into our communities, even if it's just slowly, which it has been going slowly, which I enjoy. We just have to keep it up. That's where we're at right now. All right. Did you have any points you wanted to bring to the table? Um, yeah, I just feel like black entrepreneurs, um, this is the time to where, especially young cats, this is the time where we need to start focusing on making our money because – Back in the day, they they weren't doing that. You know what I'm saying? It was, you got to go to college. And after that, you got to go to get your master's. And after that, you know, there's, well, there's not a lot of jobs for college people, so you might have to work at uh, McDonald's for a couple years. You might have to work in the factory for a couple years. You know what I'm saying? We need more entrepreneurs because we need people to come out of, uh, after having an accountant, uh, after becoming an accountant, to be able to work at a black bank. You know what I'm saying? After, you know, getting your degree in mechanics to work at a, uh, you know, a, um, 
car dealership, you know what I'm saying, a black-owned car dealership. We need more black entrepreneurs. So I would say this is a time to, like Will said, just jump. And if, if you believe in it, do it. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have people to back you up. And if you don't, do it yourself. Find self-motivation within yourself and do what you got to do to help your family, help your help your people. Because, you know, I just, you know, my dad, one thing about, I know Will doesn't talk a lot about family on here, but my dad, you know, he worked for a, a Fortune 25 company and he was an executive. The thing about that, you know, he, he was, it was like a nine to five, but it was really like a, a six to 10, you know what I'm saying? Like he was gone most of our childhood, you know, working, grinding, trying to make the bread, you know, getting promoted, all that. And it was, you know, it was cool. Like, you know, it made me like, oh, jump. my dad making money, he had his private jets, all this stuff. But you know what I'm saying? He didn't have, my dad at some one point was pretty much running the company and, you know what I'm saying? For Georgia. Yeah, for <laughs> like, Georgia. He's pretty much running the company, really all of the Southern District. And now, you know, he, he now he's retired. And, I mean, he's not retired, but now he's working somewhere else. And it's like all them years, all them 17 years, you have nothing. You don't have no, none to show for it. When literally, if he would have took that same effort, put into his own business, his great-great-grandchildren would still have that business if they wanted to. You know, they could sell it, do whatever they want to do with it. But at least they have that option. You know what I'm saying? It's like you put on his effort for someone else's business when you could have put that into your own work. Our, our last name could have been on the building. You know what I'm saying? So that that's a that's a you know double way to look at it. Yeah, don't be afraid to invest in yourself. Like, you know, I find that all the time where I'm coming up with ideas and stuff for places and like how we should do things different. And I'm just like, what am I doing? I could really put this into my own thing. You know, even if it's like selling a cup of water. You know, somebody told the first like they, bottled water didn't used to be a thing. You have to you have to think about that. The first person to say, man, you know what we should do bottle water up and sell it to people that's more expensive than the regular water they could be getting for the free ski you feel me yeah like the, and i think i think it started over there in europe or in france or something like that you know they I thought it started in america no oh, okay pretty sure it was started somewhere we invented the car though Cha-ching. yeah but um yeah you, you know what i'm saying like a lot of these ideas you know that we do every day today at some point someone said like you know we you know, the first person to want to do that idea. So if you have an idea, go out there and put faith into it and do it. Yeah, no matter what it is, whether, you you know, you got a service, you know, you, you washing cars or whatever, or you got a soda or like a, or even if you just like cooking at home, if you know how to cook, you know, just <clears throat> brand that junk, make your own stuff, you know, get trademarks, do the whole shebang, you know, like don't, don't be a, like, I guess that's the summary is like, don't be afraid to invest in yourself because you you smarter you smarter than you think you are and you got more skills than you think you are and you can always figure it out along the way you know i was just thinking about this the other day like um it's better to um to try to give it everything you have and fail well at least for me personally it's better to give it everything you got and then fail than to have never have tried and you know never find out so i and i feel like that's the same from pretty much everybody like you don't want to you don't want to have a regret about, you know, I should have, could have, you know, because I remember um, I was telling Ethan this the other day. You're probably not going to believe me. But when the pandemic first started, there was a the on YouTube, John Krasinski, uh, Jim from The Office, like did a news show where he only talked about positive news. And like I had that idea, like literally like four years ago. And I said it was and I was I call it exactly. I said it's going to be some good news. Ethan, remember that? I yeah, said that. No, yeah. I remember exactly what and then saying. and then it popped on. It popped. It, he popped up on YouTube. And then he killed that. I mean, obviously, I'm not John Krasinski, so it probably wouldn't have been, like, as great flagship-wise. But, like, now it, he got bought from him and got picked. I don't know for how much, but it's probably for a good amount of money. Mm-hmm. And I still would love to do, like, a like a, like a a black version of, like, like news. Mm-hmm. Like, like black, like, not even, like, and, like, just keep it, keep it, keep it, po- not even, like, try to force positivity, but just, like, talk. There's there's so many good things. Things that happen every day yeah. that we do not know there's about. There's great things that have happened during this pandemic that nobody talks about. Just because nobody really cares. Right. Or mm-hmm. people don't even know what's out there. News is negative business. Negative business is good business in the news, man. Yeah. You got to watch out for this media because the media are really tricky. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going for no politician, nothing like that in general, but even a lot of stuff they say about Trump and a lot of stuff they say about Republicans and different political parties, Democrats, like a lot of that stuff is lies. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? A lot of that is misstrated. Are we going to take this one thing he said and put on the back of what he said last year or something else? You know what I'm saying? This media is... You can't listen to me to get to get your information for real, or else you're gonna be lost, like a lot of people are. Honestly, I don't like any of any. I don't like any news channel. 
especially now during the pandemic. Yeah, I open man. that thing, it'll be like car crash of ten year old girls. And I'm like, what is this? Why do I want? It? Why do I need to know that ten year old girls got in a car crash or like uh, a woman got assaulted in an alley? Like, what? There's other things going on. Talk about Steve going to the grocery store or something or. I don't know. Like, that don't be making... And then, I don't like any of the politicians. I don't care. You know, people always like, oh, no, we vote Trump again. It, oh, it's going to be so bad. And I'm just like, <laughs> has anything... <laughs> when, it, when, when, did, when did we vote a Democrat? And it was like, oh, everything's all better now. Yeah. Obama made us feel better, which, you know, I, I'll, I'll take that at this point. Just somebody make me feel better. But nothing really right. changes for us. So it's so weird that we're like, we treat Joe Biden like he's a savior. Like he's going he gonna to fix everything and undo it. And like, we're not going to act like, we're not going to act like um, all this stuff with the police has been going on. Tensions are, high, are the highest it's been in a long time. And then Joe Biden was like, you know what we need? An ex-cop. That's what the world needs. An ex-cop running the country. So, I mean, after he did that, I don't, I don't care, you know, and I feel like that happens. And, and, and then people are like, oh, you're not going to support the black woman. Like she's got she's got my respect, like for doing what she do. But it's like at the same time, we, I, we can't we can't keep support. I'm not even to cut you off, but we can't yeah. keep supporting people who are black that aren't doing stuff for the black agenda in the black community. That's what happened with Barack Obama. We we everybody was said we are so happy that Barack Obama is president. All we need him to do is be black. That's all we need. We didn't ask him for anything. So he didn't do anything yeah. for us. We can't even blame it on him. We Obama. can't even blame it on him because we didn't ask. Everyone else said, all right, look, this is what we will give you our money. We'll do this as a community, but this is what we want. We didn't do that. We said, just like we do with Democrats every year, we're going to give you our vote no matter what you do. Yeah. And that's why, because honestly, it's not even like dogging Kamala because she's a woman or whatever. If, she, if Kamala had done the things she's done and was white, I would be just as hard on her. Like, no cap. Like. I'm just you just got sometimes you just got to hold people accountable no matter what whether you know I don't care about the I don't care about first black woman you know first woman aka Howard those things don't mean anything to me when when it comes to leading the country mm-hmm. I look at who you are and what have you done, done. And you gotta look at your history what did Kamala do she's locked up a lot of black people for drug charges like and we all know that the weed laws are racist or whatever mm-hmm. and then Joe Biden he wrote the he helped write the, the 94 crime bill three that strikes are out yeah and Bill Clinton locked up. And what's crazy is we love Bill Clinton, but he's his laws have locked up more black people than Nixon and Reagan. And they, <laughs> anyway, you know, it's, right. the point is, I don't like any of them. It's not against anyone. I love Kamala as a person. She seems cool, but her track record is just too it's too sketchy for me to like. Honestly, I'm just salty because I want Andrew Yang to win. <laughs> from day one i have been it my one of my third podcast ever was when i saw his breakfast club and i've been salty ever since he didn't win because like he's the first politician i ever saw that like when somebody asked a question he gave a direct answer like what about this oh we're gonna do that what about this oh we're gonna fix that you know he didn't say well you know we gotta look at the numbers and whatever and they all do that they like i do they make promises well i promise yeah. when i get in office i will do this like i was watching the democrat conferences this is the only time i ever watched them just because i just want to see what andrew yang was gonna do and like they would be like well gonna you know we can't sell that and then like Andrew Yang was like oh you know I ran the numbers the other day you know it's 5,000 4,000 3,000 we gotta fix this fix that fix that and it's just like I was like this is like night and day and he had like the worst numbers that just shows America beat like we don't even know what's best for us sometimes we don't we don't know what's best that is facts well we don't know what's best for us man. like we we had there were so many people who were I would have taken over Joe Biden <laughs> that brother was fumbling and stumbling on stage <clears throat> He was, he was mumbling. I'm pretty sure he has dementia. I'm like, well, he shouldn't have. The only reason he's up there is because he was the vice president. And I don't like that. Because even if we go back to, you know, 1776, like the dudes who built this country built it because they didn't like kings and queens. But fast forward like 200 years, and you got a, a dude and his son who have been the president before. And you got a president and a vice president. That don't happen all the time. That shouldn't happen. If you're vice president, you shouldn't be allowed to be president. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm not going to. I don't want to get too deep into politics. And that's even like George Washington when he was when they when they was like, "No, we need you for longer." He said yeah. no because he knew if he would have stayed for just as long as he wanted, the president after them would have mm-hmm. stayed for as long as he wanted. The president after him, you know what I'm saying? So I mean, I mean, because it's not like they had perfect judgment, you know. Like almost ninety percent of the people who wrote the laws for this country owned slaves at the time, right? Even old Georgie, but right. like I feel like. Even even you know even though they're all screwed up, I feel like they would have been a they if they found out somebody and their son was president, they would be like, "What are y'all doing? Like, what is? I mean, obviously a lot of worse things have happened right. since 1776. Y'all freed the Negroes. <laughs> 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 
That's not allowed. That's another thing is you, that we gotta get a little. I mean, you know, there's, there's stages to this, baby mm-hmm. steps. But lighting is the lighting is the next investment. Oh yeah, January when we get the bro, top, bro. I already got some lights. Cause on. Light, I got some, already got some lights that we can get. Bro, that I know how to take those. Uh, you know those thumbnails that the uh, people be taking, where it'll just be like them and it'll be like a blue background, but the background behind, like it'll look lighty behind them. I I learned how to do that. Show. I probably need to see a picture of it just because yeah, I, I, I don't have a good imagination. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, but you, do you want to talk about that a little bit? What? But well, let's let's talk about some of the things we're trying to we're trying to do in, the, in like. Um, so if you don't know, you know we're kind of. I guess I'm adjacent to Green and Almond. You know, yeah. I, I'm, I kind of do my own thing, but like yeah, we was we're trying to we're trying to get our own space to try to you know do stuff like this and podcasts and YouTube and stuff. So you know we just. We, you, you know, you get one thing, you're just like, oh, now we need this, and it's yeah, now it's like and the, the grind never, it, it never, it never stops, man. Can man. I can I make a tangent? Go ahead, man. All right, so real quick, I just want to talk to my uh my black men out there. I just want to say there's a there's a lot of negativity that's been going on in in the social media and the media and everywhere. I just want to say that y'all have, we got to realize we are kings. You know what I'm saying? We are kings, and we meant to do great things. We got to stop letting these negative influences, negative music, you know, get our heads down. You know what I'm saying? Have people around you that's lifting you up 24-7. We, we can't afford to have negative people around us because that negative emotion and that negative energy will will go on into us. And then we gonna, we are going to be out there killing people. We are going to be out there selling those drugs because that's, that's where our mind is at. You know what I'm saying? We got to rise above that for real. You know what I mean? So if you if you black and you a male, bro, you, you are a king, my man. You know what I'm saying? Do what you got to do to get out of the circumstances you in. You know what I'm saying? If you don't like the cars you dealt, then change your cars, bro. For real. That's all I'm gonna say on that. But back to what Will was saying, real quick, I can hit on that too. That was an unbelievable tangent. <laughs> you know, okay. we're getting our little business thing together. Black brothers, we gotta get it together. Focus on what we need inside, outside. Bro, what I'm feeling, I gotta. Seven, we was in the. <laughs> what I'm feeling, I gotta give it, bro. Hey, what I'm I gotta give it, bro. I can't wait. I ain't mad at you, bro. I can't wait. But can I hit on what, we, what you was talking about? Yeah, go yeah. Ahead, so go what ahead, Will was talking about earlier, my <laughs> Can I go on a quick little tangent, real quick? Sure thing. Black brothers stick together. We in this one sound, one band, one man. The Lord God. <laughs> oh Lord, yeah. This, but just so y'all know, this is how we normally talk. Like, yeah. if I came in this room in the middle of the night, and we had a combo. It would be just like this without the mics. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So me, me, Will, I'm a homeboy. Kelp, you know, we trying to. Well, Will, he kind of just lumped up in it. Yeah, but we're trying to get this it. apartment because we all trying to get on this YouTube creation content podcast. So we're trying to get a um, our apartment, have one of the rooms turned into a studio. You know what I'm saying? That way we can be in school, Caleb in school. We working jobs and still doing this on the side, just straight grinding. You know what I'm saying? Is and you know just not a big tangent, but just this is really the time when you young and like this. This is a time you got to get apart with your homeboy. That's on the same mentality you on, just so y'all can grind. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Just so y'all can focus and get to where y'all supposed to be. A lot of people our age, they just they straight gaming. You know what I'm saying? They on the game all day. They calling their girl all night. They wake up late for class. You know what I'm saying? Online class. You know what I'm saying? Y'all gotta. This, this is the time to grind, bro. That's me without the girl. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to look up when you're 35 and you wasted your life. You can only blame you for that, bro. That's that's true. Yeah, definitely. Now is like, especially if you like not in school, like just go like, you know, if you got a solid job and you got solid. First of all, get a job, get some solid because, you know, you got to have a floor to sit on. You know, you can't you can't start. With, you can't you know, you can't go all in. You know, let's be realistic. Mm-hmm. You got to have it you know, an economic floor to sit on, you know. And, you know, if you got to do it from your parents' place, do it. But if you get a promotion or whatever, you got enough money, get your boys together, get a place. Well, get your responsible boys. You're mm-hmm. serious. Yes. You know, you, know, you don't want to be stuck stuck with the, I'm not even sure, 100%. Joe Blow and the low go. Yeah, mm-hmm. get, get some people that, you know, that like-minded like you. Like, get your circle is so, your circle is so important for your development. Like, just keeping you on your toes. Like, like just, even if you got to make new friends, you know, it's tough out here for friendships, but, you know. Even if you got to get out and get some friends, you know, just change your circle up. Get out of your current circumstances and, like, you know, just branch out and try some new stuff. Yeah, you know, I've even heard people say, like, yeah, well, your circle doesn't really, you know, can they, – they always say, can you be successful even if you have negative people in your circle? And then they talk about it. And I'm like, that shouldn't be a question. Why would you risk having negative people in your in your circle just so you can, what, have parties, go out and have fun? You know what I'm saying? Uh, see me, all of that is I can have fun when I'm when I have my money. You know what I'm saying? I can I can do all that. You know I'm having fun now. I go out on a weekend, all that. But you know what I'm saying? Like 
we can we can live life later. Right now, I'm I'm ready to grind, make this bread. You know, leave a legacy for my family. That's the point I'm at. I'm like, I'll 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 party at 25. Like right, I'm, from, I'm from like, just these couple years, bro. These few, even if it's 30. Like right. once I, if I start my start, if I get rich at 30, I'm just gonna start ch- chilling, having a good time at 30, man. Like whatever whatever age I get to, but I'm gonna grind this. I'm gonna grind this junk out. You know, you know, you still gonna enjoy life. You know, you got to, but you know, just. Just set plans and goals in, like, for the most part. And what it really comes down to, like, I learned it from band, though, Cap, is, like, you just got to do something, like, every, every, even if it's every other day, like, at, at least, at least once, if you do, if you do something towards what you're trying to get towards once a week, even if it's, like, do the boring stuff, that, that load, like, just under searching what is a YouTube channel, what camera, what, what mic, how do you how do you speak? What what um how do you good posture, good, you know, energy in videos, you know, just you know, you gotta you gotta grind it out and cons- consistent I think Denzel said if you're if you're if cons- if you're not consistent, you'll never no. It was something if you're not dedicated, you never start. But if you're not consistent, you'll never mm-hmm. finish. Man, that boy Denzel, he got he got some bars, Man, bro. He's like that, bro. But yeah, like like what we were saying, doing doing the hard stuff is something we so as black people we we hate doing. Like, oh man, I, you know I don't want to do this. I don't want to look this up. I don't want to read this book. Like doing when you're used to, if you talk to people who are used to doing hard stuff, they don't think about it. Like our uh like you know our brother Jacoby, literally he would walk miles to go anywhere just because that's what he's used to. That's it. That was his environment. You know what I'm saying? He didn't have no car. He didn't have no bike. You know what I'm saying? So he didn't have no family. You know what I'm saying? So he would walk miles to get anywhere. You know what I'm saying? And so that's that's that was his reality and so you just got to get used to putting a callus in your mind and doing hard stuff is going to pay off on the end because we're so well i don't want to do that because it's going to take out time i don't want to wake up brother i don't want to do that and we just we just so get used and that's a part of that negative mindset you got to get used to doing something you don't like doing every day and it, it, it's so fun because it builds a callus it's like when you read the bible and like you you slick not understanding but then the more you read the more you understand and before you know you at john luke you know what i'm saying like you in that guy it's same with a, reading a regular book you know what i'm saying Oh yeah. Also, shout out to Cole, man. He he cold with the pictures right now. He killing the game right Who? now. Uh, Jacoby. Oh yeah. Chris Films, man. Chris shout out to my Chuck- boy. He's been he's been grinding. He's been Bro. man. Jacoby, this man started out. He, he said, got the cleanest pictures in the game. Yeah. Bro. This man said, you know, I'm getting this camera. I'm trying to do my thing. I said, bet do it big. He came out. It's called Grizz Films. Fits him perfectly. He started. He got his camera. He got a, a couple crew with him. They go out. They do photo shoots for people. Man, I'm real proud of him, bro. Keep doing your thing, homie. Also, uh, the Denzel Washington quote was, without commitment, you'll never start. But more importantly, without consistency, you'll never finish. Mm. Mm. That's facts. And I, and everybody that all these people look up to, like, all, all these, uh, that's one thing I realized under it, is when you look up to all these people like T.I., Denzel Washington, Will Smith, all these people grinded. None of these people, anything just fell in their lap, especially if they're African American. Nothing just fell in their lap. No matter where they are, no matter how easy they had it, they grinded in some aspect. If you look at where how what time they wake up every day, it's probably seven thirty, six thirty for some people. Like the rock still wakes up at like six o'clock. It's literally mm-hmm. like six thirty, six o'clock every single day. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people, people look up to y'all understand that these people, they seem like they all jolly doing all these funny movies. Kevin Hart wakes up early in the morning every day, sleeps late at night every day, like grinding. Kevin, Kevin will know. This man, Kevin Hart's grinds. Bro, he grinds, bro. Entrepreneur grinds. Like, no. Period. Yeah. When I was, when I was, uh, when I first dropped out of college, I remember I read his book and I was just like, I was just like, ah, woe is me. What am I, what am I going to do with my life? And then like, and then Kevin Hart, I was reading the book and he was like, he was like, man, the, my back's against the wall. My wife don't like me. You know, we're fighting. My car's broken. You know, I'm in trouble with money. And then he was like, and I just don't know what to do. And I was like, I was like, what do you do? What do you do, Kevin? And he was like, I'm going to go back to it. Back to the comedy. Got to grind. Just keep it going. It was like every time an obstacle came at him, he just like, he's like, I'm going to continue to grind. Keep on going, which is, which is a lesson when like, well, whatever you're, you know, what you ever you really want to do in this life, whatever you want to, you want to grind at, like you're going to have to grind. A long time, one without making any money, you know, two without any recognition, and three, it's gonna be some years mm-hmm. before you see it. And it, but it's just gonna be, but you gotta grind the whole time, and you don't know when it's gonna come. It could be next year, could be three years, could be five years, could be ten years, could be twenty years. But there will come a point when that's why I say you gotta have that content where you'll have 
you'll have the repertoire, you have the experience, you have the time, you have the effort, and then somebody's gonna see it and offer you the opportunity that you need. But you, but if you don't, if you're not grinding that entire time, you won't be ready for it. Whether it's like you got a food truck, you know, you've been serving food for years, you understand people and body language and talking, and then somebody just like, oh, this is a good, you know, whatever. What do you do? And like, but if you don't, if you're not out there, if you ain't got your truck, you ain't never gonna run into the people that you need. And also, that's why also you need to change your circles up. You gotta go to new places. You know, you know, find people who got the same goals as you and like work with them. You know. But yeah, you you got to grind it out for a long time before you see any real results. But you got to grind that entire time. Yeah, like even Gucci, Gucci, Gucci Mane in the beginning of his career, even later in his career, he never turned down not one, not one uh, job, not one time for him to perform, not one, unless you know they were conflicting on the same day. So if it was out in Alabama, he'd drive all the way there, perform. Then he would do a thing that he would do that a lot of people didn't do, is he would perform. Then he would stay and work with all the artists. I want to work with him real quick. All right, yeah, him, 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 him. He'd come out with a song. And if you look, Gucci Mane got thousands of songs. You know what I'm saying? He would work with people. And that's why he has that connection with, uh, that's why he got a connection with Flocka. That's why he got a connection with Migos. That's why he got a connection with Young Thug because nobody was trying to talk to these people because they were gangs. They were thugs. You know what I'm saying? They had brought guns in the studio and you know, had weed on them all the time. Like, no no real people was trying to work with them. So he was like, you know, I'm going to work with these dudes because no one else can work with them. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of people don't talk about that in the industry, but Gucci, man, he really brought people up. And that's why Young Thug was saying, you know, when I put on a uh, Gunna, you know, I put on Gunna so Gunna could put on someone else. He got that from Gucci and, and Lil Baby and Lil Baby. He got that from he, bro, he literally he literally got that from Gucci, bro. bro. Yeah, so the grind all around. You don't see. You just think people, you know, staying at home, you know, playing the game, not doing stuff. People, people, the people you looking up to out, are out here grinding, bro. Grinding. Yeah, bro. Also, be careful leaning away from the mic. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to be like oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I guess to summarize, you know, for those of you listening, you know, start the business, you know, even if it's like, you know, like them dudes selling water outside, start the business, you know, and grind, I guess are the main two points and don't quit are the main, are the main points, but jump, jump in is the main yep. biggest point. Just, just jump. You never know until you try. Yeah, and look up, look up these people's stories, man. These people who you look, who you really look up to. Look at their interviews. Find their uh, Breakfast Club. Breakfast Clubs are really important. Look at the Breakfast Club interview. Read Bro, their they books. They got the best interviews. In you the know game, what I'm saying? Boy. Gucci Man got a book. It's like eighty dollars. I hope someone buys it for me for Christmas. <laughs> Anyone? Did you say Gucci has a book? Gucci got a book for eighty dollars. It's like eighty nine dollars. Why is it? <laughs> I don't know. Is this is this post prison or pre prison? Oh, it's post. Oh, okay. Oh, no, no, this oh, post prison. Oh, oh, yeah. I was about to say Gucci. PP. It's PP, man. <laughs> ain't, no, ain't no sloppy Gucci right now. Right. No ain't no sloppy Gucci. <laughs> that, that, that sauce you lost, Gucci. But I also like it because everyone knows Gucci Man is a, he's not he's not like a super intellectual and he's not, you know, he doesn't have super good writing skills or even vocalizing skills. But, you know, he has someone else come and help him to write the book so, so break it down so people can understand what he's saying. Because he's from Atlanta, so he talks just, he starts take he's, he talks straight Atlanta. A lot of people outside Atlanta can't understand what he's saying. So he had to put it in book form. He probably got a white girl. I don't know who it is, but probably got a white girl helping him. He I can't that stand that. People be on social media like, man, I can understand what he's saying. He's like, bro, he's, they speak in clear English, right, bro. bro. This is clear English. Oh, don't bro. you talk about ATL English like that, bro. They We we speak in English. All right. <laughs> I just want to get on my last nerve. That's why, that's why I love my people, man, because it'd be a dude talking. Talk like, they was, there was Desi one time. He was on Twitter, and like they was like, Man, what is he saying? <laughs> and all the Atlanta people was like, "Bro, he's speaking English, bro. What you doing, bro? Right. Why you disrespecting him? Like, that man talk? Can you not hear him? He on the subway. He about to get off. He about to go to East Point. What you what you talking about? He about to go get the sub from American Deli. What you doing? Have you seen the one with the girl that came out? She's talking about how she put everybody uh, on to this uh, beauty supply store. No, I haven't seen that one. Yeah, yeah, Everybody was like, I have zero idea what she's saying. And all the Atlanta people was like, I heard exactly Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She was talking yeah. about, I'm trying to put y'all all this stuff. I'm trying to put y'all all this stuff. Yo, I love. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it Those are our people, though, bro. Yeah. Those are our but people. But that's another grinder is Desi, bro. Oh, like, since, Desi. Since, since, mm. since Vine, bro. Since Vine. He was out there, twinkle, twinkle. And now he doing so. My favorite tweet is when they said, where does he get all this equipment? Like, he, he on a he got a marching band. He got right. a, he got a whole uh, garbage truck. Right, he on a garbage no, truck. He, he on a FedEx truck. He yeah. on a UPS truck. He on a USPS he, he truck. He had uniforms too. He got uniforms too. Hey, I love Desi, bro. bro. He is another grinder. He went to Georgia State for a little bit. Don't know if he graduated. It don't matter. It don't matter. But, <laughs> he's he's Desi Banks. That's all that matters. Like that's that's funny. <laughs> that man, that man been on it, boy. But yeah, be like Desi. Be like, <laughs> be like well, not completely. He got canceled for a hot minute, didn't he? I mean, we all get canceled. Yeah, who cares? Everybody is. I mean, 
<laughs> what are we your gems? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We said a lot of black things. Right. Local boys from Atlanta talk too much about loving black men. Right. Are they gay? We'll find out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, well, let's shift gears a little bit. Um, this, this is a complete uh, conversation change. If you don't like it, go home. But anyway, <laughs> so. Riding away. You're riding away. Chilling and grilling, chilling like the villain. Never, never get it, and you're going on binge. You're watching Cartoon Network, tuning at three. Join with your boys, and you come with me. <laughs> but um, speaking of Cartoon Network, anime. Oh yeah, yes, um, anime. Yeah, since since I was probably let's say twelve, I've been a semi-active member of the. Anime community watching Naruto. It was on. It was on. What are you, what are you doing? Let them know. Don't touch my. But <laughs> don't touch my belt. My belt is disgusting. But, uh, I would have yeah. that if I was drunk. But yeah, when I was a kid, like you know, back when Toonami used to be on TV, I used to love watching Naruto. And then like that was probably about the anime that I watched. I wasn't really with Dragon Ball Z. But then in the past three years, when I turned about nineteen twenty, I started getting into like a lot more anime. And um, you know, I've always been a fan of it. But recently. A person who was a strong advocate against anime things. That would be me. I'm going to let you know right now. He's talking about <laughs> The secret's me. out. <laughs> he was very against it. And, you know, I just put him onto a couple. You know, the, the flagship Naruto. And, well, I'll let him talk about talk about where you, where you were before and where you are now. Man, before, my boy, I hated anything uh, anime. <laughs> and we, we used to stay on We had the Naruto Shippuden uh, on the GameCube. Clash of the Ninja 2, bro. We used to go stupid on that guy. But, Shouts um, out to Crash of the Ninja too. If you know, you know. <laughs> but but yeah, man. So I I I was I was not messed with anime. I didn't get it. I hated all the characters. Like one thing, I, I wasn't invested. I like to be able to come in like Billy and Mandy, come in four episodes later and mm-hmm. still be with it. Like I didn't miss the three episodes. Naruto and all these episodes, it's not like that. You have to be focused in it every episode. I wasn't as focused at eight. I was outside throwing knives and doing, you know, random stuff with my friends in the neighborhood. But um, yeah, and so you know, I'm messing with anime right now. Um, Demon, I just finished Demon Slayer. This is the best anime I've ever seen in my life. For me personally, it fit my uh, personality very well. Yeah, I knew as soon, as soon as they had the scene at the end with the with the like, because you're a big dude on respect. Yes. Well, there's an ending part where like they show some real respect to like the head of them or whatever, and I was like, this has Ethan written all over. It. He's yeah, got he got to at least look at it. And the art's like gorgeous. Man, and that's another thing is I love I'm, I love animation. Ever since I I grew up, me and Will, we grew up on Disney movies. We grew up on the Disney world, so you know we fell in love with Disney, and then we fell in love with Pixar and then different animation studios and all that. And so you know we big with animation, and so anime, bro, the an- the animation that they do in different countries is just so different and it's beautiful, and the camera angles are. Always, everything's just so different compared to America, and so it's always nice. I like having that different uh, point of view on different um, from different animes. Like I, I watched that, and I also watched that anime with the alligator. I think it's called Doro 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 Sora. You watched that? Yeah, I saw. I don't yeah, know. It, was, it was a little creepy. Like I didn't like watching it at night. Yeah, <sighs> like no cap. There's there's some anime is so weird. Sometimes I'm just like, why am I watching this? And then like there'll be there'll be like a, a episode where they go into a bathhouse and they're just like. We gotta get into the where the girls are. And I was like, "What am I watching? I'm pretty sure they're underage." Right. And then like the next episode is like, "My brother's dead, and now we must avenge him for the village." And I'm just like, "That's such a sh-. you know that that's the thing about anime. It be shift. It be weird, and it just be like weirdly philosophically deep for no reason." And I was just like, "I can I can get down with that." <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, man, I'm so excited for uh your boy uh Lakeith uh Stanfield. Stanfield. What's he yeah. doing? You know, he's making an anime. He is. He's making a black anime with uh some other dude. Samuel Jackson? No. Oh. I mean, it could, doubt. I don't. I mean, I'm, I just say that because Afro Afro Samurai that Samuel Jackson worked on that with him because he, bro. Did you know that Samuel Jackson loves anime? No. Bro, he loves anime. He said he was in an interview. He was like, I love. He said, I love. I love anime. I love it all. Sub dub hentai too. And I was like, Yo! <laughs> he I was said like, that. Yeah. I was My like, boy. Yo! Bro, I love Samuel Jackson. Like he's. That's, that's another dude. Like that's another grinder, bro, bro. That man been grinding, bro. He was a he was a functioning crack. He was it. a functioning crack. Like he woke up on time, <laughs> went to his job every day, didn't miss. Like he was a functioning yeah. crack at it. 
Oh, that's funny. But the only reason I even brought up anime is because um, growing up, Ethan was so against it. Like, he'd look, I'd be watching it, and he'd just have a, a sorrow look on his face every time I'd watch Naruto. And then he's like, I'm starting Naruto. And I was just. Because I went, like, I went to college, and I realized most people at Hampton University didn't have good childhoods or lives. <laughs> They didn't go outside and play with BB guns. They didn't run and sneak into pools. They didn't go neighborhood to neighborhood and play basketball and challenge. Like, we was like some 90s kids. Like, we didn't grow up in the 90s, but we did 90s stuff. Like, we traveled different neighborhoods, you know, battled different people, randomly had BB guns, real guns. We shouldn't have them, but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, so we did, you know, real kid stuff. So, to do you know how much anime, like, Naruto by itself, combining the two or three, there's more than a thousand episodes. I would not have a childhood if I stayed in the house and watched all those episodes. I'll talk to Will about that later. Like, it talks a lot. Of, if, it takes a lot of time. If I would have watched anime growing up, how Will watched anime, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't be who I am. Like, I just wouldn't. I wouldn't have had time to do what I like doing. Go outside, you know, do stuff like that. So everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Just for the record, everyone, I went outside. <laughs> <laughs> Some, sometimes, hey. sometimes. Hey. I went outside sometimes, but a lot of times. Nah, Will used to be out there sometimes. Yeah, I used to be out there. Like, hey, look, Will's out. But like sometimes it'd be like there's a Naruto marathon on, and I'd be like, I would, I would go out with y'all. But yeah, you know, got the, right, the marathon. Because there always was that, and I never understood. <laughs> like I'd be like, Will, just don't watch it. Right? And you would look at me like, no, no. <laughs> like I'm going to watch this for four hours, not Bro, moving. Bro, like you talking about Prime, like. Watching Rock Lee versus Gar for the first time, bro. That don't change. That man dropped the weights, bro. <laughs> no, sir. The tuning exam. That's a really like when I was. I, it was it for me. Tuning exams. It was a wrap. Which one? The, the the first ones. Yeah, like when they went into the woods by themselves and mm-hmm. like they fight demons and like and snakes and stuff. They getting eight and people getting and then like Gar squishing people. Right. Like, and, then the, <laughs> and then the what's the name showed up. Yo, Orochimaru. Right, bro, right. That man biting necks. And, oh, I love you, Sasuke. You joined me <laughs> in the village, and it's right. like, oh, yo, that dude gave me nightmares. No cap. When I was yeah. a kid, bro. Like you gonna see what happens to him. But yeah, it's just. And also, I, one thing I love is just, like, anime has become so mainstream. Now, it used to be, like, you used to keep that joke on the down, though. Like, it was, like, like you were you were a witch in a witch hunt. Like, did you watch anime? No, man. I don't, I don't know nothing about that. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, that's just like at Hampton. Like, we'd be in a calf, and people would just start talking about anime. And then other random people would have, oh, yeah, you talking about anime? Oh, yeah, no, I know about mm-hmm. that. And I would literally sit there quiet for yeah. hours while they talk about Baruto, Naruto, Sasuke. Like, I'm like, I, I, I will say. I wouldn't call myself like a hundred percent like lame, cause sometimes you know I'm a pretty lame, dude. I, I'll say that I I don't like a lot of not cool things, but sometimes you know I don't sometimes I don't. They get frisky. Some, sometimes I be out and like with my me and my friends just be talking about anime or whatever. You know, it's never like too hype or whatever. It's just like yo, that jump was dope. And then like a dude would show up that like reads the manga. You know, I'm not really into manga, but like he he'll talk about it and then he'll spoil it and he's like, and I'm just like. I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> and then I, like, I'll stop watching anime for a week because he just ruined it for me. <laughs> but like every blue, I mean, most times most people are cool. Like that, like like kelp. Like most anime Making people are real chill and laid back. But like they'd be them annoying people that just like, uh, like I don't want to talk Naruto. I don't want to talk to you about anything, especially not Naruto because that's something I actually really like. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's so that's always been a a conflict of interest for me. Is yeah, there's a lot of people I don't like who don't like who like and who love anime. I love anime, but they they love it. Yeah. So when they when at Hampton, I was like, apparently I won't have friends if I don't know what Naruto is. So I sat down and watched a couple episodes, and my dorm room was always open because my LBs would be in there. So hey, Ethan, I'm coming in. So they had to come to my dorm room, and they all saw me watch anime, and they almost all lost their minds. They were like, I can't believe this. It was almost like anime. <laughs> I can't it was almost it. like we were in an anime watching anime. I can't believe this. I remember you saw you saw Kakashi oh, do yeah. the f- a thousand years of death and he was like, I just don't know, Will. Yes, After bro. that, I just... Thousand was, years of death? Bro. That is the most... <laughs> fuck God, though. Bro, that jump was wild. <laughs> it's going to be real confusing for someone who doesn't watch anime yeah, who watches this I part. Yeah, I mean... like, what? Because, yeah, it's really weird. But it's like... I think that's one thing I love is, like, it's so silly. But it's also... I mean, it's just like life. It's so silly, but then it's so serious. Serious at, at the same, same time. Yeah. Like, like, the dude... Like, there's a dude... Dragon Slayer? Oof. Yeah. Ooh. Wait, 
Oh yeah, Dragon Slayer goes stupid. Yeah, but yeah, like one of the anime Dragon Slayer, you know, it gets pretty silly. There's this annoying yellow-haired character who just runs around yelling about women. But then the main character, his family gets killed, his sister gets turned into a demon, and now not only does he have to hunt down the leader of the demons and learn, spend two years learning how to be a samurai, killing demons, he's also got to figure out how to turn his sister back into a human, which is in the thousand years of this world has never been done before. And it's just like it's just so. And just seeing his the love for his sister and like they work together and they the teamwork and then like other people are trying to kill her because she's a demon but he's like no she she's not like the other one she's not killing them like it's just so it's it really beautiful a lot of times yeah and it man it is beautiful and also um after his sister died like two days later he trained for two years two years bro brutal training to become a, in the woods a, a, a demon slayer dude essentially trying to kill him every day yeah trying to train him up. But I mean, but what, I mean, if you see it, the, the world's crazy. He needed that training, but yeah, like, he definitely just, needed it. But like, and and that's another thing about anime I love is the grind, man, like the, bro, Rock, bro, Rock Lee, that man, Rock Lee, bro. If you don't know anime, look up Rock Lee, bro. That man. Okay, so first of all, just in case you don't know anything know. about anime, tell them. Like, tell them. There's this. There's there's tell essentially them. they're ninjas and they're magic ninjas, and they can do magic things like you know create things and giant monsters and whatever and make themselves fight and use lightning and fire and earth and like avatar but not but so essentially <laughs> but then there's this one dude who can't use any magic all he can do is punch people and that brother like why everybody else is practicing their magic or whatever he is punching rocks he's doing sit-ups and kick-ups kick kick and standing on his hands and jumping all day every day for years like a thousand sit-ups, a thousand push-ups, a thousand roll like and like and <laughs> and then he's fighting essentially the main bad dude of the story before it's even time and he was kicking his butt. Like he's and it was it's such a good story because then like he's he's you know he's getting upset because like his the dude who's in, on his team is like a prodigy at it. He's really good at the eye magic or whatever. There's a lot of stuff going on in this. But then and then he's like, Oh, I'm a loser, man. And he's like, and his master's like Yo, you are a loser if you don't believe in yourself. Like, you got to grind it out, but you also got to believe in what you're doing. And mm-hmm. it's just like, and then that dude, like, nobody, everybody expected him to lose. Because the dude he was fighting, he uses sand. Like, he uses hundreds of gallons of sand to crush you and destroy you. And he defeated everybody he's been through. And it's, it's great storytelling, too, because you didn't expect him to do as well as he did. Because he, mm-hmm. he had him against the wall. Like, he was sweating. Like, he had never been touched before. Yeah. And this dude like, was... no one has ever laid a hand life, on him. In his entire life, he was so good at sand magic, he'd never been touched. And this dude smacked him up. Smacked him around. <laughs> He's like, yo. But it's just like, just... And that's really the scene that, like, really turned a lot of people on to anime. Like, I was watching this thing on Facebook the other day. It said, if you watch, like, it was like... Everybody, it said everybody's been into a Naruto phase, and then the comment at the top was like, "Phase." After you watch Naruto versus Gara, like it's it's for life. Like, and I was like, "No cat, that's how it is." Yeah, and uh, you know that's another thing that I always didn't understand is I always thought like Naruto was showing a whole bunch of lame stuff, you know, nothing cool, none you get out of it. You could get out realistically good life lessons out of Naruto. So how do y'all not apply that in life? Like I was like growing up, those Naruto watchers were like such losers and crybabies. <laughs> like, how do you not apply what you just saw him grind? This man would literally be like, if when he was injured, if I can't do these a thousand push-ups, I'll run around the village a hundred times. If I can't finish it a hundred times, I'll do ten thousand leg kicks. Like that was his men. That's who you grew up watching to cry <laughs> all day, come to school crying. Like, bro, like <laughs> they don't I want to do this. <laughs> like. Damn, out of shade is being thrown. It's I'm hilarious. sorry to all you no, anime watchers, sorry, to Will. Like, <laughs> Rock Lee? Why'd you go up losers when you're watching Rock Lee? <laughs> like, he's cool. I'm confused. He, Why are you lame? His work, man, he, they came, he got, after Gara, he was like real beat up real bad. And they didn't think he was going to be able to fight anymore. And he's in the hospital. And a lot of people went to go visit him. And they're like, where is he? They look out the hospital window and he's in the courtyard with, pretty sure he had on like a whole body cast or half body cast doing push-ups. That's who y'all watched, bro. Yeah, he lost the fight. I mean, he gave it everything he had, but like, he 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 lost. It was close, but he lost. And then <laughs> he's in the hospital. They like, yo, let's go check on him. this girl, her friend. His he saved somebody's life in the woods, and he's she's like, I'm gonna go give him some flowers or whatever. And they're like, oh, Lee got away. And they look outside. That man has one arm broken, another a leg broken, and is out here doing one arm push ups outside. I almost shed a tear, bro. Just like. He's just like, I got to keep going. <laughs> Man, that work ethic. Once it's in you, it's in you. So if all y'all people that is not in you, it won't change the older you get. That's a fact, though. Yeah. <laughs> That's a fact, though. Like, like, and then the nurse was like, oh, you got to stop. He said, back away from me. Yes. And then he kept doing push-ups until he passed out. out. I think he did like 10, and then he passed. That job made me so sad, bro. 
Shout out to Lee, man. He, 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 and then, and then this, they didn't know what to do with him afterwards. That's another thing he's known for. The dude who wrote Naruto, he's, he's good at like giving characters an arc and then like he forgets about them. It just adds more characters. Like after a character has a good arc, like Neji and Rock Lee, mm-hmm. that's it. That's mm-hmm. the best they'll ever be. And I hated that. Cause like I would love to write a, like a Rock Lee, st- like an alternative Naruto mm-hmm. story, Rock Lee, bro. About Rock Lee? Bro. That would be so cool. <laughs> but like, that, that, <laughs> that, was that me? No, 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 no. It's it somebody, somebody at work. Oh. <laughs> but that, well, like, friends, like I, <laughs> coworkers, oh. also friends. <laughs> you know, you know, dog people. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta love it. them, man. But <laughs> you know, <laughs> but, dog people. But you stupid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. For those of you who don't know, I work at a dog and daycare. But that's unrelated. I forgot what we was talking about. That's life. Yeah, but that's life. But I guess we might as well wrap it up. Um, got anything to promote? No, nah, <laughs> like man. Like Breakfast just, Club. Right. Got anything to promote? Bro. Look, bro. I'm coming out with this book. Look, it's me. Mixtape next Friday. Love the doc. Coming out. <laughs> it's me and little Baby going crazy. <laughs> I mean, his, his cousin, Darren. Darren Baby. <laughs> Darren, Darren the Baby and the Baby. Larry the Baby. But okay. Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana. <laughs> Sorry. But yeah. But okay. But yeah, if you're... If you like what you're hearing, you know, hit the hit the hit the notifications, hit the bell, the like, the share, whatever buttons you got, hit all of them, just so you can keep up and help support, you know, what I'm doing because it's gonna help me, you know, understand what y'all like and what y'all not liking, you know. Let's let's build this thing together. So yeah, like, notif- hit the notifications so you know what's going on. Share this jump. I'm posting clips. Share the clips around. Help your boy out. And yeah, we'll, you know. And if you wanna, if you yeah, most of y'all probably know me personally, but if you wanna be on the podcast, hit me up. You know, we gonna do masks. We are gonna keep it clean or whatever. No, I'm just kidding. We don't keep it clean, you know what <laughs> Right. But, uh, we have a mask on right now. Yeah, right now. Right oh, now. We have a mask on right now. <laughs> but yeah, if you want if you're if you're interested in being on a podcast, you got some subjects you want to talk about, business <clears throat> things, life, anime, cartoons, movies, dreams, goals. If you want, you know, hit me up. But uh Will loves WAP. Why do you keep saying that? <laughs> why, do you, why do you keep bringing this up? <laughs> we are we working out earlier. We're working like, out with the Mayweather said, boxing team. Walk, come on, here's your song. I'm like, it is? They said, we doing the punches. I said, this isn't J. Cole. This we started doing Lou. the punches. I was like, hey, Will, this is your song. This is my song. This don't sound like Toby Lou at all. I don't know. I don't know this. He was so serious. I was like, Will, obviously this is a joke. He was like, oh, I get I, you know, you know, You know how serious about music. Like, I, was like, I was like, my song, what? This is a Drake, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. If you if you like what I'm hearing, if you like what you're hearing, like, share, whatever. You know, hit all the buttons, and you know we'll we'll catch y'all on the next one. Yeah, man. Appreciate y'all. Bye bye.